bought a bunch of random comics very recently. Jimmy, want to go through some of them? Sounds good to me. Welcome to your favorite YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Like I said, man, scooped up a whole bunch of uh, comics from... Happy to be my... Uh, my sixth grade math teacher, Jimmy. That's bizarre. There was a little uh, initiative done in town. Uh, there was a yard sale, community yard sale stuff, and 70 houses participated. And I went to about 20 houses starting at 8 a.m. Nothing. Bupkiss, as they say, man. Came home, and on the Facebook page for the event, somebody posts, come to such and such address, video games, comics, and I'm like, be there in a couple of seconds. I popped it on the Google Maps because I wasn't exactly familiar with the street. Three blocks away. A place where I actually didn't know there was a street. Hmm. Thought it was a uh, no outlet. And uh, it turns out, like I said, it was my uh, sixth grade math teacher, Mr. Wellman, who, when I was in his class, uh, he would have those comic buyer's guides on the back window of the, of, of the classroom, and he would be going through those, like whatever we were supposed to have our heads down doing work. Uh, he said, um, you know, I got 30 boxes of, of the stuff that I that's mine. And when I saw these three boxes, like, I didn't see any of those. So, like, those were kind of tucked away. I am curious. I am, too. Because if he's going through Comics Buyer's Guide, like, I like to imagine he's like mail ordering and really putting together a collection. Yeah, but... and and uh, we'll we'll go through this and you and you'll see that uh, like he he takes he takes care of his stuff, man. But uh, these boxes that I bought were from the aughts, and it was the same kind of thing as when I was a kid, man. Completely ignorant. Um, and we'll go to flea markets, and give a guy eight dollars a box. I, my pops is good for that. Like, uh, oh, you don't want to take this back home. Like, how many did you sell here? Uh, this weekend, I'll give you eight dollars, and the people are just like, yeah, get it out of my life. So, so uh, you build knowledge with that. I was broke in the aughts. I was starting my comics career, and uh, if you remember, this might be like just too subtle a thing, but we hung out every Wednesday, you and I and Tom and some others, and we'd go to a coffee shop, and I was so broke that I would bring a bottle of water from home. To just drink while I hang out with you guys because I couldn't even afford the coffee. You know what I mean? So I was not buying comics that much. I wasn't spending more than like a quarter for a comic, <laughs> pretty much for years until I until I got uh, until I got going. So none of these comics are really doubles for me. That's exciting. I you know we we again talked a little bit about this ahead of time. I'm excited because like. I wasn't buying a lot of this stuff. Right. You know, I'm assuming this is kind of your mainstream Marvel DC image, Dark yeah. Horse kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of it is like my taste was moving away from that. Totally. So these will be books that I probably may know of, yeah. but have not really read. And to an extent, I got these for the good of the channel. Yes. Because I don't know what's, what's dope. This I, is fun, I don't know man. what to explore. New blood. So I need the kayfabe audience in the comments to tell us what future episodes should yes. be. Yes. Uh, I, I have some sense of some future things to hustle and sell. So, like... I I've, would request this as a future episode. Me too. And you would call it something like uh, J. Scott Campbell's Last Stand or something. Yes. Uh, we see variant covers. This is two copies of issue number one. Were there... 
well, I don't know if you know this. Two issues are all I know of for this book. Right. So again, Kurt, uh, K. Faber's out there. Fill us in if we're missing some some information there. But J. Scott Campbell, an artist that I enjoyed, and yeah. at this point it was weird, but you see him doing a lot of digital stuff, so that could be fun. Mike Turner, Superman. Interesting. With the I, I, sketchbook. I bought some uh, Mike Turner recently. Very and then, intriguing. To and me. then there's stuff like you know Dark X Men. Never heard of it. Mm -mm. 28 days later, six, boom. Something wow. tells me that's after the movie. Yeah, I would assume. Some other shit. X-Men Unlimited, kind of a cool looking cover, kind of cel-shaded, like anime-ish looking thing. There's a Kirkman listed on there. Is this a big team up of, of writers? Oh, is, yeah. Do you think that's a Robert Kirkman? I do, because he, he Oh, had, Unlimited, they would run like an anthology. And he had an exclusive deal for for um for, with marvel for a little while shots that adi gran off man that's my japanese uh tourist bud like we were kicking it at tokyo comic-con got some cool sushi together jla avengers Busick, and perez is that the long rumored uh no it wouldn't be with Busiak exactly writer interesting right. uh the most homoerotic yes. cover ever <laughs> drawn we interrupt today's video to tell everyone we will be at Baltimore Comic-Con, September 8th, 9th, and 10th. We also want to remind everyone these videos are brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. There are three levels there that will get you access to our videos ahead of everybody else. And the King Kayfaber level, you'll get all the videos first, and you'll get to sit in on the recording sessions. These videos are also brought to you by the books that we make. Ed Piscor's Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus, collecting all of the Hip Hop Family Tree comics in one handsome volume, along with 140 extra pages, will be out this fall. The proof is here, and it is shipping now to comic book stores and bookstores near you. Put your name on a copy ahead of time if you want to make sure you don't miss out. Red Room, Crypto Killers. The final series of Red Room comics is now being serialized. Issues 1, 2, and 3 are available. 4 will be out shortly. There are two trade paperbacks of Red Room. They are all self-contained. So buy whichever one you see first and enjoy yourself. X-Men Grand Design is going to be collected. All three volumes in one oversized volume this fall from Marvel Comics. Put your name on a pre-order for X-Men Grand Design if you want to get that in time for Christmas. My latest books, True Crime Funnies, three nonfiction comics, True Crime and Wrestling Comics. These are available on my website or on my Patreon. Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive from Image Comics, collecting eight complete stories of the Deadliest Girl Alive, the Plain Janes for the young reader, young adult reader in your life, and the Hulk Grand Design Treasury Edition is available now wherever books and comics are sold. And now back to today's video. Of Wolverine. Yes, it, I remember making fun of this a lot at the time. <laughs> it's props from, from Mark Silvestri. I'm showing that to the King K Fabers right there. Look at the glutes activated after yoga with Adrian. Yes. Wearing the male stripper, like, cowboy hat. Ripped to shreds. He's going to go to a fucking bachelorette party and fucking make chicks lick whipped cream off of him. <laughs> to, 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 to the tune of She's My Cherry Pie. Listen. That is a that is magic mic. I don't disagree with any of that. I would be interested in reading this arc. This is the last Grant Morrison, X, the new X-Men. That was like his conclusion. And I see. I, I, I'm not sure about it. I think it's like a future past kind of thing. I think he kind of went through certain of those stories, the classic stories. Right. And I feel like that's what this may be. But it's Mark Silvestri and Grant Morrison doing X-Men. Yeah. I would be curious to take a closer look at that. Now, I don't know much about this period at all. I never read the Grant Morrison stuff. But everybody says that the Chuck Austin stuff is trite. Dudes are harsh on Chuck Austin. I also did not read it, so I don't know. But I, I do know there was some negative stuff about him online. But now there will be the opportunity to. Super God, Warren Ellis, never heard of it. An Avatar book. 
there will be a smattering. I of, hope there's a bunch of Avatar books. Of That'd these be cool. Terry Moore echoes that that will show up kind of here and there in the book in the box. New Avengers Bendis don't know anything about it. Jack of Fables. See, there will be these little veins where there'll just be like one issue of something weird. Like, like my 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 teacher was like just giving stuff a, a shot and was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not feeling it. Scott Clark, Wildstorm alumni, uh, work and continuing the work there. More this Jack of Fables. I think I think that uh, my guy is was a big uh, Fables fan, so he's gonna grab all the auxiliary. That's a popular book. Materials. I think it might have been Vertigo's like last big popular long running series. Dingo, no clue. Demonic. Kirkman doing something with uh, Silvestri. See this pilot season gimmick? I've got a couple of these, and Silvestri draws several of them where they were running like one issue, you know, new characters, new new whatever, and then I think there might have been like vote on who you want to read or maybe it's who sold the most. Right. Um, those could be interesting, and I might have one or two of these that would be different stories, but still like Silvestri, and I don't know if Kirkman wrote all of them or not, but... Another dingo. Rick Remender. Is that Terry Moore? No, it's um, oh shoot, it's it's from Walking Dead. Uh, Tony uh, Moore. Tony, Tony Moore. Moore. Oh my goodness. Apologies yeah, yeah, yeah. to Tony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Incorruptible. Don't know it. This was about like the Miller World kind of time, I think, when some of these writers were stretching out. Cinderella from Fable Town. Don't know it. Streets of Gotham. No clue. Black Widow. You know what? There was there were a couple Black Widow series. I don't know this one, although it looks like maybe John Paul Leone is, is the art. But there was one with Bill Sienkiewicz art. Kind of kind of weird because it's hard to keep track. I'll look at those sometimes when I come across them and don't know them. Some kind of Hawkeye comic. Dark Rain, one of those crossovers. Looks like a weird superhero. That's avatar. A, that's an Avatar book for sure. I mistake when there's blood on the cover like that. Yeah. Another one of these Mark Way joints. Random issue with Chew. Another. Never read Chew, and that was a series that ran, I think, 30 or very so. Very successful. Yeah. yeah, very successful. Red Robin, no idea. This stuff brings back so many memories. This was the explosive of, like, we got new publishers, we've got weird, like, we're breaking house styles, and it's so chaotic to look at now and try to, like, remember what these were. This was... Um, like a New 52, J.H. Right? Williams III, and the art's really good, the stuff that he was doing. I think he was doing, like, washes in black and white, and he might have been doing full paints, like, full color. Alex Maleev. I like his work. It's kind of strange. That one looks like a painting, like a legit kind of. Yeah. It's probably maybe digital, but. Ed, did you talk to your uh, former teacher whenever uh, this transaction's going down? Oh, totally. Uh... Like, I was talking with the wife first, and then I was like, is this Mr. Wilman's house? And she's like, yeah, you were a student? She's like, I'll go get him. So he came out, because he knew, he supports the books. Like, when I went to his house, all my books are there on the bookshelves cool. and shit like that. It was super, super rad. Uh, so he's he's done, you know? He's he's done with comics. A dude who's co been collecting them for his whole life. Dude's in his 60s, maybe. And he is tired of the Marvel DC stuff that's being done. He is completely And nothing has replaced it? He's not like, oh, I follow this or that creator? Or... No. Wow. No, he's, he's, he's so kind of... He's like... I don't want to put words in the dude's mouth or something, but it's whack to him at this point. Man, that's fascinating, because I was going to ask, like, what's the stuff, you know? <laughs> J. Michael Straczynski fans. A lot of people are. Is this their original stuff? No, we got previews, preludes. 
it's crazy that it's like it's a franchise you know what i mean like they have spin-off books and stuff like is this the original number one i have no idea the kayfabers will tell us never read it but boy he's buying all the variants he got all the covers multiple copies of the same variant covers three of this this one at least (laughs) yeah maybe maybe that's what started to get to him (laughs) it's funny if it's that um you know the completest thing of like he can't stop himself right multiples of the same stuff is nuts yeah i don't see any like subtitles so i'm guessing maybe this is rising stars and this is one that even warren bernard said that like he would like to unpack with us yeah i mean look you can see it was obviously successful you know that's that's a pretty big creative team like those have to sell in order to uh this is not your run-of-the-mill image comics where like we're not going to make any money but maybe the trades will get profitable it was early enough too um but it was that era where there was such disrespect for comics that people like jeff loeb and and just these like outside writers like if you were an outside writer it gave you more gravitas than the most seasoned comic book writer so i cast aspersions on that uh, but now I have them and I can read them. Look at that, man. 24 issues. What a run for like that time period and where comics were at. Um, probably some nice book collections of this one. And I saw Brent Anderson's name on there, yeah. which makes me think of like revisionist type superheroes such as uh, Astro City. Yeah, totally. It, uh, I believe that uh, in my free little lending libraries in the neighborhood, there's going to be a lot of issue ones of rising stars <laughs> i is, saw i think i saw eight of them there yeah that is going to show up in uh 2024 i'm mildly underwhelmed by what uh what's been being pulled out here at yeah dave judgment jeff jones uh or jeff jones one of the other things was like these writers who 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 developed some uh, some street cred or or some fandom like i don't know any of them I don't think I ever read a Jeff Johns comic, so I, I fuck with it. Yeah, boy, I find some of these. Uh, this is from a certain period that I found ugly. That's a pretty good creative team, though. Um, Azarello and Rizzo. Absolutely. Um, that would be something I think that, that might be really good. Totally. That's a hundred bullets team. I'd be curious about it at least. Nice covers too. Now like here's the covers. thing. Like I don't know if you see it's like Broken City four, five, six. Like I got to this box maybe late. Maybe some some schmucks like came through and bought the first three. So I don't necessarily have it all you know as you're flipping through that's something else that i see where it's like okay that looks like a bigger crossover event you'll see like a branded logo at the top or whatever and it i can see how somebody gets tired of this right like it would be so hard to i look at these and half the time i'm like i don't know what order you'd read them in it feels like it's part of a maybe multi-series storyline right just really hard to make sense of what you're looking at sometimes how old do I sound when I say that? <laughs> Guess Mike, my age, K Fabers. Bunch of Mike Turner uh, Supermans. Interesting stuff. You know, I, I totally never paid any attention to these. Now I got a bunch. I think it came out to sixteen cents, so I'm not I'm not crying too much. What's uh, what? Oh, Dustin Wynn. I, I I usually find his art attractive, although I don't know if I've actually read any of his books. This is interesting because Steve Epting, Ed Brubaker. I mean, that was like the Captain America team that, that found so much success. Uh, early on there. Right. Just a random issue of Razzle. So strange. You ever read Razzle? I got the trade, but... but I I remember reading it. I can't remember if it was whenever we interviewed him or... Another Echo. Some some reason or other. Terry Moore. I would be sorting these if these were my collections. Like, I'd be going like, okay, all the avatars. Got to put all those together. Right. (laughs) All the Echoes. The creator-owned stuff. This is pretty... Ed McGinnis. Yeah, there's a guy I enjoy looking at. This is pretty sweet, man. Ed McGinnis, 
inks by Dexter Vines. So we got a little run of these. And I'm a big uh, Ed McGinnis fan. I, I love I love his his artwork. Super and then and then this Pat Lee man. shit where it where it gets like cell shaded, you know, like Pat Lee I find interesting too because I have come across him. I picked up the the rest of the Alan Moore Wildcats and he's got some stuff in there. Yeah. In an issue. Oh, I was gonna say Michael Turner is who I associate with the what, Superman. Want a copy? I'll take one. Superman, Batman. I think he did a, a decent run on here. But Pat Lee worked everywhere. Yeah. Like he did stuff for Liefeld. He did stuff for Jim Lee. I think he might have done Sylvester Top Cow stuff. Really, uh, quite a history. Yeah, for sure. Here's another bundle for you. Oh yeah, sweet. I have all of those Dark Minds, I think is Pat Lee's right. book. Um, those are things that I pulled as I was, uh, you know, over the years buying dollar books, 50 cent books, stuff like that. And it really looks like the cell shaded stuff. Like, I think it's pretty cool looking, but I haven't actually read it. Can and it might be around this time period, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere in there. Came across another run, Jimmy. Oh, boy. Got a little run going on. Let me pull. Let me pull the yeah, the Marvel Knights stuff, like, um, ooh. That's a head turner for me. So all the initial shit, the stuff that came in the in the Marvels. These are pretty cool. I know we looked at issue one uh, in a video, but I remember that book making noise. <laughs> he bought into some things, man. Oh man, he bought into some things. But we got a long run of this. We got all the multiple issue copies of these. We got all the Smith joints in Quesada, and then it dovetails into. I think this is worth something. This character becomes somebody. I didn't realize Quesada continued, and then we got David Mack. I didn't realize that either. I like David Mack stuff. Not a guy I've read a lot of, but I'm often impressed with the visuals now I see. Now Bendis pops up as, as a writer. Mm -hmm. I remember I had a friend that was reading these, and he would kind of like tell me what was going on, and they usually sounded pretty good. Like I think at some point Murdoch gets thrown in jail, and then the Punisher gets himself arrested to go in with him. Right. <laughs> And I like Maleev's look too. It's, it's. Um, I know he was doing stuff with photos, and it's kind of weird, but also, why not? It's having a consistent team is is half the battle, I think. Want one? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-five issues so far. This it's might, a big this, run. This might be a run. Yeah, when I think of uh, Bendis, this might be the thing he's most celebrated for. Look, look um, at maybe what everywhere. Look what they're doing, having like legacy numbers. Yes. With uh, the Marvel Knights numbers. So weird. Who takes over? The writer that takes over is it? Brubaker that replaces Bendis. Uh, I remember people liking that run too. Uh, it ends with sixty for me. Okay. So I can't tell you. That's kind of cool. I would be curious if you read a couple of these, see what you uh, what you make of them. I'm, I'm very interested in it and, it, and it's a big part of why I scooped up the box. Yeah, I would be tempted to buy a collection at a cheap price for that because I do remember these books being like people liked them. Yeah. And, you know, Daredevil, man. You can certainly do Daredevil right, so they could be really good. And I like Mac and um, Malieve. Wow. We end kind of strong. I'll tell you what. A good shape Hellboy one. The original that'll, City of Destruction. That'll pay for your collection, wouldn't it? I think so, man. That's the stuff that I told him. I'm like, dude, these are worth way more than a dollar. And he's like, yeah, whatever. So, and, and you know what? We need to look at, we need to do Seed of Collection as a complete piece. 
it's funny. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how much stuff. Wake, wake the devil. Uh, pretty good. But then I wonder if you get into like Conquer or Worm was the one where I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm totally in. Up to that point, I was kind of like on the fence. But man, that that he, got me. He gets deep, man, because like it's not all just in this box. These are great too. I always like when Mignola was doing these like two issue runs. It seemed like artistically he grew some there. And I don't know if it was the size of the stories or or why, but those always spoke to me. That's kind of cool. Wolves That's of the color version. Yeah, you guys should check out our Wolves of St. August, the uh, original printings, if you haven't seen that video already. These are really great. The 25 cent issue. Mm -hmm. we, we did a video on that. Yeah, it's also in his uh, artist edition and just a fantastic piece. Love this. This this was my prime, like, Mike Mignola Hellboy era. Yeah. Some auxiliary stuff. Ape Sapien joint. Ghost Hellboy. Who's drawing? Mm. Don't know the name. Thought it might have been Adam Hughes, but it was not. There you go. That's your uh, Ghost of, or I mean Wolves of St. August. Yes. And, and guess what? These three, I already have. Oh. So these are going to uh, to the uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe Christmas in July. By the way, year. King Kayfabe or Rob McCallum. Yes, sir. I was messaging with him yesterday. And uh, I don't have this issue, so I'm so glad to uh, finally get that. How much does that white cover pop? So that, Like three of them are black and one is white. This is a fun book. Have and we looked at that? You know, I'm sitting here thinking because it's like we should. Uh, but, you know, one of those Frank Millers has three or four different small stories. Yeah, I think most of those came out of Dark Horse Presents, if I'm not mistaken. A couple more of that Bendis. Uh-oh, guess what, dude? The rest of that Broken City storyline with nice. Azarello Rizzo. So, so we're good. We're good with that. Yeah, you should read that one and uh, see if it's something to, and to I guess, cover. I guess maybe I skipped the issue earlier and it just got put shuffled in the in the box a little bit differently. Hellboy Jr., Bill Ray. Wonder if it's all Bill Ray. That Let's might be fun to look through and see, uh, see what kind of talents on those pages. These are neat because of the uh, the painting. Right. You know, I like whenever they would try different stuff, and I, I think that that's that's a painter in there. Bill Ray uh, on our first one, our second Ke one. Kevin Nolan. I see Dave Cooper's name. Hillary Barta. That's pretty. That's a pretty pretty great collection of talent there. Yeah. Good looking, good looking comic. Unmistakable uh, Dave Cooper. Yeah, definitely. Right there. Looks like he's coloring himself there. Is that the Nolan stuff? I think so. That one. It was just a pinup. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That's all. Oh, interesting. Is this Mike Mignola then? Wow. Let's see. That's a good look. That's a cool book. I kind of would remember yeah, when this stuff would come out. You know, it'd be great is if he had, there was a Hellboy anthology series, like four issues where different creative teams would do yeah. Hellboy stories. Yeah. If you pull that out of these boxes, I've got one or two issues of that. Cool. And I always think that's something we should cover because um, it's a good talent. You know, it's, it's, it's a way to look at a bunch of artists yeah. in uh, one video that would make sense. We've got two other weird boxes, man. But uh, here's how we'll, we'll, we'll end it. And it's something that I've been wanting to get my hands off for quite a while. Nice. Is, is all five issues of Dark Horse 100. Uh, I only had this one. So, like, as a as a whole video, I think that, you know, like, it would be cool to do Dark Horse 100 because what they did was they got their top talent to do stories in here and really try to set it up as, like, a grand 
you know, centennial. Yeah, it was an event. I wonder if these were released weekly. I bought these. I got rid of them in the purge, and there's something that if I come across, I buy them. I think I have one or two of them now. Yeah. Um, but how about this for, like, you're showing off your legend team. Totally. It's all legend artists. Yeah, it is, huh? Absolutely. There will be uh, P-cars in there, uh, all sorts of... This should be a fantastic video. The collection of talent in there is, is quite a list. Right. And it's also a snapshot of that time period. I don't know when this is, but it's probably like 99, 2000, yeah. maybe 98 to 2001, somewhere in there, I that think. That sounds about right. And guess what? Wrightson doing uh, Hellboy. That's so cool, man. I have doubles of this. So that's going to uh, somebody. Let's see. Let's see what the year is on this thing. Such a goofy story. Uh, it's 95. 95. Wow. Way earlier than I thought. Yeah, you know what? It is early enough that uh, there was like a little promo magazine that was in Hero Illustrated that was comic size and stuff. So, so what does that, that bring us to? Like six issues for uh, Dark Horse, right? One hundred. So there it is, man. Uh, just a random box of comics of stuff that I had almost no doubles of. And uh, K favors. What are the books from from this stash that deserve to get the the microscope? the microscopic treatment on cartoonist kayfabe and at a future date we'll grab another random box i know that i have old man uh, logan in one of them uh all kinds of random shit you know it was so cheap it was so nothing fuck it as long as there's a couple diamonds in the rough dude it's worth it for cartoonist kayfabe it makes me so curious what his 30 boxes of comics contain i think he's got lots of class like old stuff and runs you know like uh i think he's got a lot of runs of like great old like probably like every sandman Every Swamp Thing, every... Like, he's a big Grant Morrison dude, so probably, like, all the Animal Mans and, like, all of that kind of thing. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to see. It's neat how well he takes care of them. And 30 boxes, man, that is nothing to sneeze at. That's yeah. a pretty substantial collection. It makes me wonder, like, did he go through and, like, call out these comics? Or is this just, at a certain point, he's like, I'm done from 95 on. <laughs> right, right. right. You know? Yeah, this is... The Mignola's is a surprise. And, and, and he even said so for himself. I think he probably upgraded in his mind, like, with the library editions and stuff. I think people do that. That would make sense why I own multiple versions of it. And he's probably right in that regard. I would probably choose the comics over right. the, the books, but... Hey, to each his own, and obviously the books are a popular format choice for everybody. Yeah, so looking forward to the comments. Uh, educate us a little bit. We don't know what we don't know. Tell us what the good shit is. Yeah, there should be some fun stuff come in. I'm, I'm curious if Chuck Austin will catch any shrapnel. Oh, man, leave the guy alone. It's been some time. I don't even know anything about that. I don't either. I just about I, it. I remember people crapping on him, but for that reason, or for that matter, I also remember people crapping on Bendis, so yeah. who knows what will come back from this video. <laughs> Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon is where you can join up to mitigate the Kayfabe effect and get all our videos before anybody else. We're going to be at Baltimore Comic Con second weekend in uh, September, but the videos are brought to you ultimately by the books that we make. Jimmy, what do you got? True Crime Funnies. This is my latest self-published comic, three non-fiction stories, including a legit true crime comic, as well as some wrestling tales. Um, this is available digitally right now on my website or at patreon.com slash jimrug, along with a lot of other PDFs of zines and mini comics that are out of print. I will be reprinting that soon, hopefully. 
Um, my other books that are available right now wherever you buy books and comics include Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Live, back in print from Image Comics, eight complete stories of the homeless ninja on a skateboard. These are action superhero comics suitable for anybody and uh, some of the best comics ever made. So pick this up if you haven't already. The Plain Jane's perfect for the young adult reader in your life. And uh, the Hulk Grand Design Treasury Edition. Super proud of this book. Uh, you can see it's oversized, fluorescent green, and really a love letter to both the Hulk and to the creative teams that made the Hulk the character that he is. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to you this holiday season. The book is printed. The book is nearly published to the consumer, and I want you to grab it. Uh, 504 pages, 140 pages of material beyond what uh, the first four volumes uh, encompass. A lot of artwork, a lot of artwork done exclusively for this book. Not the only holiday effort that we're putting out. Uh, the X-Men Grand Design Trilogy trade paperback is coming out. It's going to be a trade paperback size. This is the original treasury. But there's a treasury that's out of print. Uh, so if you want to get the comic all in, all in one go, the X-Men Grand Design tr uh, Trilogy trade paperback is the way to do that. And Crypto Killers is the latest season of Red Room Comics. There are three uh, series of Red Room comics out there. Trigger Warnings and the Anti-Social Network are two trade paperbacks that are out there. Self-contained stories. You see an issue, give it a read. You dig it, grab another one. It'll be something completely different and uh, all, you know, all encompassing. You're not going to have to be bogged down with all the other issues. There are going to be four issues total. Three issues are out right now. Jimmy, what else do we have going on? Subscribe to the Cartoonist KFAB newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist KFAB t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, hats, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. All good ways to support the Cartoonist KFAB channel. Give them those marching orders and we'll be on our way. Read more comics and we'll see you tomorrow.